And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. Oh, thank you very much once again, the legendary John Bon Jovial, if you will, folks. Thank you so much for joining us here today for another hour of music and uh, talk with some of the artists who actually make the music that you're about to hear. One that you will not meet today, but uh, who knows, you may in the future, is our first tune, which we're going to put on you right now, a gentleman by the name of Vishal Ganesh, and his song, which you're catching on, is called Hamster Wheel. Like you and me, like the ones that everybody wants you to be. Story time. If you start to go to school and sitting in class as you slowly put yourself into a box made of glass and as it puts you to sleep, proceed to alter your dreams and then when you wake up, you find yourself in a wheel. Run, 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 they say. Run, 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 they say. Oh, you better run, oh, you're gonna slip away. You better run, 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 run. Run, 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 they say. Run, 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 they say. Moments to take it all in Cause things are about to change And you're gonna be falling Into your ready grave In the name of college Work burying your body Till your face is all in It really doesn't matter It's my house to make sense You're just running like a hamster Until you're chasing Run, 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 About safe routes with a super degree and a day job. Chasing stability, the truth is what they really don't want you to see. Let's talk about the ones that are still losing their jobs. Hang the march, dry spot, I've got at the cost. Oh, and also brush up their dreams, cause really it's the mistake they chose to live their life in this particular way. But run, 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 they say. Run, 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 they say. Oh, you better run, or oh, you're gonna slip away. You better run, 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 run. Run, run. Run, 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 Vishal Ganesh is his name. The song's called Hamster Wheel, and he describes himself as a clown, an emerging Dubai-based folk pop artist who also describes his new single, which you just heard, as the most relatable song in music history. Uh, we'll leave that to you uh, for you to decide. And, uh, <laughs> but I'll tell you, 
we would like to hear your opinion because this is an unusual track. If you listen to the lyrics, they do make sense, and uh, you can go online and download the actual lyrics if you have trouble understanding them. He does have a message. This is his third single of the year, and according to Vishal himself, Hamster Wheel is the anthem of his emancipation from the life he could have led while illuminating the potential of his future to follow. He's given up on society's illusion of stability and security and is taking the road less traveled and committing to being an artist and producer. His lyricism is thought-provoking if you catch it, and he perfectly expresses what he calls the madness of the daily grind. He not only wants to break the hold of social programming, he's trying to inspire us to do the same. And as I said, we would love to hear your comments. My email is david at thedavidbowers.com. Drop me a line. I'd love to hear your interpretation or your impressions of this song. Whether you like it or not, feel free to express your opinions. And speaking of that, taking my life and my show into my own hands, John Bon Jovial, what was your impression? Well, I, I, I kind of, I think I like it. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, I don't think I've ever heard anybody take a contemporary track and then lay it down with a Hindu influence. At least that was the impression that I got. And uh, it's just, it's a weird song, but in, in a strange way, I, I liked it. I, I could listen to it. It does kind of grow on you. Now, I've heard it yeah. several times by the time I put it on the air. And, uh, yeah, it does kind of grow. I mean, it's probably not the song you're going to wake up in the morning singing while you shave or get your coffee, but it does kind of plant a bug in your ear. It'd be interesting. I want to hear some more of his music because I give him that in John Bon Jovial. I know this is a pet peeve of yours, originality. You cannot flaw him for lack of originality. Oh, no, he's got the originality there for sure. He really <laughs> does. I uh, I cannot fault that. I applaud him for it, actually. I, I think the uh, he's not taking influence from anybody out there. He's going. He's doing his own thing. He's doing his and own for thing, that, yes. And just for that alone, I really hope that he makes it because yeah, he's got I a agree. catchy tune there. Again, I agree. Know, uh, pop. A- AC uh, an AC influence with 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 a Hindu backdrop to it. it. It's just very very weird, and but it works. Definitely, definitely falls in the category of indie alternative. We'll be watching Vishal Ganesh in the future. We want to salute quickly our friends at Rochester Free Radio, our flagship FM station in upstate New York, WRFZ FM one hundred six point three, and all the gang there. We also want to mention our friends at Anchor FM have made it possible for you all to be a part of the David Bowers Awards and our support of indie music. If you'd like to contribute to the support of indie artists and music and our show, listen on Anchor FM, and at the end of the show, simply click the link at the end of the show and chip in whatever you feel you can and would like to. It's that simple, and you'll be a part of the David Bowers Awards and the part of supporting indie artists and music. Also, for our friends at Rochester Free Radio, you can contribute there if you want to support free radio simply by becoming a patron at rochesterfreeradio.com. We're going to go right to our first guest now, and we're going to listen to his first track, which is Taming of the Wolf. (laughs) 
Mr. Fred Hostetler. Come on in here and say hello, Fred. Hey, glad to be here with you, David. Glad to have you here with us. Thank you very much. And this is definitely a day for uh, less than usual music. There's nothing normal about the show today, and we've been accused <laughs> of being less than normal ourselves. So come on, first thing you got to do, tell us about your sound, the music you're doing. What is it? What do you consider it? And how did you come up with the sound you have? Well, it took uh, 50 years. You know, I'm, I came through the rock era, and, uh, and when I hear this song, who did that song? <laughs> because, uh, you know, my mind goes back, uh, and that's, that song, Taming the Wolf, is an autobiographical adventure and sort of reflects my journey. You know, go to New York. There, there I met Jack Douglas, uh, who, you know, worked with uh, uh, Aerosmith and Cheap right. Trick and did John Lennon's last album and so on. And and I got to, you know, hang out at the studio there, and I worked with him some. And so I got to learn and then on to through the rock era into new wave stuff and uh and then we decided to go back to basics, and in the 90s went back to blues. Just another overnight success. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, it, you can't measure success by what happens out in the arena of the pop culture. And oh, absolutely. So and my heart goes out to everybody right now who's who's making music and, and the independents, and, and there's a great place platform now i mean they, there's so much available to uh, musicians you, you know right on your laptop you can record it's really important make music in this time you know, and uh, i hope we can get back to more live music we got to feed the masses with some music i'll tell you absolutely <laughs> lower the temperature a little bit out there you know <laughs> I, I was really intrigued when I first heard your music, and I thank Doug for putting us together. Your, your music, yeah, there's definitely the blues strain in it, but you get some folk music feeling out of it. Even though it's it's funkier than folk music, it's, it's definitely got that blues in the blood. But uh, if you listen to your music and try to say this is a blank tune, there isn't one word that describes it. Well, yeah, I know some uh, reviewers have also said the same thing. I mean, it's Americana, it's blues, it's mm -hmm. it can be this or that. It could be some people say it's like Delta blues, but it's said in the end it's none of these. <laughs> it's just America and the U.S. Well, you know. really. And and then I went to India, you know, and you just played this uh, this the man's music, and, right? So, you know, I have some Hindi or Hindu consciousness in there sometimes thrown in. It just it sort of it's sort of lays down underneath there as well. Well, I've mentioned <sighs> more more than once in the past about the the over dependence on genres and categorizing everything. I understand that for broadcast you need to compartmentalize, but as far as music is concerned, it is what it is. As you just said, John Bon Jovial, I can see you're just gnawing at the bit. Want to get in here? <laughs> yeah. 
First of all, Fred, welcome to the show. It is really quite nice to have you on with us, and especially knowing that you're living in a part of the world that I hailed from from uh, for uh, a little while out there uh, in uh, the great Puget Sound of Washington State. I wanted to uh, to talk to you uh, a little bit about taming the wolf. Uh, now, as I tell all of our guests, and I'll tell you the same thing, I never get to hear the music until we actually play it on air like we just did. And uh, that is by design so David can get a, a gut reaction to it. And I liked it because I myself tapping my foot to it. And uh, I don't do that with everything. I like what you do. And now, you know, originality is something that's very important to me. And I hear a lot of originality in what you're doing. But I also hear influences of, uh, of John Lee Hooker, and not because you're howling, but just because I hear, I, I hear that, that, that gritty style of voice work. And I also hear Fogarty's slow hand, and, and the combination of, of of everything plus what you're what Fred Hostetler is putting into it, I, I think is a magic formula there. I you know I don't know what to say. I am what I am, and I also agree with David about music and genres and things like that. And looking back again, the young people who are coming up, there's lots of energy and talent and. But they're being sort of like crammed into a brand, you know, make your brand, you know, well, that mm-hmm. takes time. Just keep going and do what comes from. Don't worry about. Yeah, but wouldn't it be a case of play what feels right to you? That's right. That's it. It's, in other words, that's the heart. You know, that comes from has to come from the heart. You know, they, they used to say, write me a song like this, you know, the record company. I I'm sorry, I, I couldn't do it. You know, I just that can't do that. Thing. I have to do what I do. I know Tommy so. James, when he was on the show, he has a tremendous book out, uh, and uh, he talked to us about the fact that when he went and got signed to his first contract with Hanky Panky, uh, with Roulette Records in New York, which was, at that time was a, uh, it was a front for the mob, actually, and uh, he hasn't been able to publish his story until several people went on to the next life, but uh, one of the things he said was the label was, he was expecting the label to come to him and tell him, okay, this is what's working, this is what we want you to do, and he said he was totally thrown by the fact they turned to him and said, well, what do you want to do next? Because as it turned out, they had no idea what to do with a hit artist. In that respect, Tommy was very fortunate because he got to do just that. And a group that we had on last week, uh, young rockers from England, they call themselves Wild Horse. And uh, we have we talked with them about the fact that they are doing just what you said. They are going where it feels good. Their music is, by today's categorizations, it's indie alternative rock. But what they're doing is they're going out in different areas with each song. You never hear the exact same thing twice. They don't have their next record sounds like the one they just did. They're exploring and doing what feels right to them, and it works. It not only gives variety, but it brings the best in the music maker. And I agree with you 100% on that. You have shown that uh, just on the tracks I've heard. I know our listeners haven't all heard more than just the one track. And yes, John Bon Jovial, I like to get his gut reaction because my philosophy is a lot of my listeners are going to be hearing an artist for the first time. And I want to get that first time feel of what someone who has been in the business reacts the first time they hear your music. Okay. Now tell us, India, I know you uh, 
You just came back, what, in 18 from 17 years over in India. Yeah. Uh, before I say that, though, when you were talking there about how they change up, you know, they're changing up. I just got done finishing a five-song EP, which is my next release in January. Well, that's going to be different from this, I'll tell you. It moves into a different territory. But then I'll return again to something more like this. But anyhow, you know, that was basically the Blue by Nature, Karen Lawrence and Blue by Nature, who we were on your show once before, Karen Lawrence. We had a band there in Southern California. And uh, when that band sort of broke up there, I just said, okay, it's time for a a break and as things worked out you know i needed time for reflection so basically it was sort of a journey of self-discovery over there and i worked out in a village and we did public service there water projects and uh, mm-hmm. but uh, you know free sewing classes and free water projects and books for the public so it was a life of you know uh, service so to speak mm-hmm. at that point and i came back and but i felt when i came back you know i i wanted to i some things i didn't get to do i wanted to do and so i picked up you know, where i left off but boy Think of those years between 2000 and 2017. Oh, my gosh, the whole social media thing exploded. Everything turned on its head. So, you know, I have yeah. had to learn a lot. <laughs> John Bon Jovi wants to get back in here again, so I'm going to open the door, John. It's yours. Okay. Yeah, well, no, I wanted to. You, you uh, Fred, you touched on uh, the, the whole social media thing. There, You know, social media has, has been uh, condemned and justifiably so for so many ills placed on society. But one thing that it has done, which is a wonderful thing, at least as far as I'm concerned, is it has made it possible for musicians to get their music out there, get the word about the life that they live and the music that they play and the philosophies that they have and the people that they're trying to reach. And so social media, Twitter, Facebook, uh, Snapchat, and all these places have made it really much easier now for the independent musician, the indie artist, to get the word out about themselves. Now, instead of having to rely on the you know, cigar-chomping uh, record executive uh, sitting <laughs> up on the, uh, the 50th floor of the Capitol Record Building in Los Angeles. And so for that... I think that social media should be praised uh, because there's so much that is wrong with it, but this is one thing that's absolutely right about it. It's a new era. It's, you know, the, yes, the, it old, the old ways are, are gone. It's not going back. And that's uh, true. so that's why I try to jump in and, and, like you say, learn about social media. And, uh, you know, I, I didn't grow up with it, so I'm not an expert at using it, but I'm interested, and I try to learn and uh, grow, and I've seen it work. You know, I started with nothing. No, I never had a solo career before. I'm always in bands. I'm always helping. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm part of the band, but, you know, I don't sure. have my own career. So uh, it was. it's new to me, uh, starting from zero, when I got back. And you're mm-hmm. totally unaware of anything, and you have to start everything over. Nobody knows you. Nobody remembers what's been done. Nobody knows anything. So 
it's an amazing thing to watch things slowly grow, slowly grow, and it and it does start picking up. It does start picking up and building, building little by little, and you know, till you have people all over the world, even though it's only a few years. You know, I see them on there. They're listening around mm-hmm. the world. I can see them come up because now you can see where you have fans because of Spotify and uh, uh, social media. You, right. you can. No, it's just, you're right, and it's an amazing. It's an amazing thing if we can just get back to musicians playing live again. Yeah, that, and that's that is what really, really can help. Yeah. Right, we're slowly getting back there. And John and I have talked several yeah. times. We're both broadcast, uh, former broadcast uh, uh, mavens, and uh, we've talked many times about the fact that, uh, you know, in all of our broadcast career, no matter how successful, how big the station, we were never, we never had the audience that we have today just through this podcast. It's around the world. I mean, we have listeners yeah, all over yeah. the place. And to that point, <laughs> you mentioning having been in India, we have friends of the show who uh, run a music magazine in India, Lazy Indie Music Magazine. And I'm going to make sure oh they God. get to listen to this show and get to hear you and your music and the mention of the fact that you did spend 18 years over in their country. I'm sure they will be very interested. So don't be surprised if they get in touch with you too. Now, before we oh, run out of wow. time, before we let you go, we want to do what we do with all of our guests, and that's give you a chance to do your own commercial. This is the part where you get to tell the folks how they can find you, follow you, contact you, and, of course, most of all, buy your music. So go right ahead and tell them. Okay. Of course, I'm on Spotify. My name is Fred Hostetler, so you can always go there. And fredsheartradio.com is my website, fredsheartradio, all one, like one word, .com. And you can see uh, my my songs are up there. You can purchase things there. And uh, my Facebook page is Facebook at Blue by Nature, or just look my name up, Fred Hostetler or Hostetler, H-O-S-T-E-T-L-E-R. And I'm on Instagram and Twitter as well. And uh, it's great to be on the show and have this opportunity to talk with you guys again. And, hey, thank you for doing your work. Oh, you're very welcome. Thank you for gracing us with your presence and sharing your stories and your music, (laughs) of course. And we've got about 30 seconds left, so I'm going to let you introduce and tell us a little bit about I'm a New Man. I'm a New Man. That was inspired by Walter Trout. Uh, I wrote it for him because I found out when I was in India that he almost died. And uh, we used to, I knew him from playing back in Southern California clubs. And so I wrote that song about him because he's back on the street. You know, he, he, I t- had talked to him when I returned from India and he told me about it and he really liked this one song. So I said, well, I'll write a song like that, but I made it about him without him knowing it. So that's how what I'm a new man is. That's Walter's comeback in a way into the world after he almost died uh, some years back. He's a renowned blues guy, if people don't know. Great, great story. I spent uh, about several years in Southern California and working in the clubs myself. So we have a common point there we can talk about another time. Right now, i got to get going and let the folks hear I'm a new man. This, ladies and gentlemen, is Fred Hustetler. 
best friend, Host Butler, and I'm a new man, and I can't help but feel it. that I had a rocking beat to it, that I had a little more rock to it, and I was just thinking, I would love to hear the Stones do that. Oh yeah, that would be <laughs> that would be awesome to hear that. No, I like that. That's a that's a, a rocking uh, little number that I want my jockey to play. I like that you a lot. Got it. Absolutely. Well, your jockey today got to play it, and you got to play it for him. So thank you and congratulations all in the same breath. We're going to move right on now because our next guest is standing by, and we want you to get to know Sean Owens. We're going to take a little bit different track here as we lean a little more to the jazz side. And here is the Sean Owens Jazz Project with Whip Tail.
themselves the Sean Owens Jazz Project. And right now we're going to talk to Mr. Sean Owens himself. Hello, Sean. Hello, how are you doing? Doing great and so glad you could be here with us today listening to the, uh, listening to Whip Tale. I definitely got some throwback to Dave Brubeck and the Brubeck sound okay. at several several points. As a matter of fact, your bass player reminds me greatly of the bass of Gene Wright, who played with Dave Brubeck. Now, let me ask you, is there any influence there, or is that coincidence? You know, I do like me a, I do like me some Dave Brubeck, so there may or may not be some, some creeping in there. Hard great to not to be influenced you. by the great. You're absolutely right about that. Great to have you here with us and sharing your music and your story. Tell us a little bit about Sean Owens for the listeners that aren't familiar with you. Well, you know, it's um, started my love affair with music back in junior high, just getting into the band program. And uh, I'm the drummer in the group, and so I think I started like most drummers, you know, wanting to play saxophone, and the band director telling me I couldn't. But, uh, yeah, usually they're banging on pots and pans, but no, I wanted to play a completely different instrument and got shut down. And drums was available, and I jumped on it and just haven't got off of them since. So it's just been a lot of fun. So so there might possibly also be some Joe Morello influence in there, too. (laughs) There, there's some Joe Morella in there. Uh, in my playing, you'll hear a lot of uh, some Chick Webb influence, of course, Krupa and Rich, uh, going mm-hmm. to the new guys, a little bit of Brian Blade in there. But it's, uh, yeah, I, I try, I try to listen to as much as I can because. So like you said, so it's hard not stuff. to be influenced by the great ones, and uh, you, you've got a great list there that you've been influenced by. Now, tell us about the music you're doing now. For example, Whip Tale. Tell us about that song. All right, so as you know, we hit a pandemic not too long ago, and it I heard pretty it much yeah, shut everything down. We weren't playing any more live shows. So the, myself and the piano player, Christian Bonenstangel, who is responsible for writing the tunes, I must say, we just we didn't want to not do anything. So we figured we would utilize this time to just do something productive and creative. So we did. We started looking at writing songs. And that particular song, Whip Tale, is – inspired by basically our environment we're in southern utah and it's a lot of hiking a lot of mountain biking here and that's one thing you could do during the pandemic was get outside we could go out easy to social distance and enjoy nature and what we have a lot around here are these little lizards and they're called whiptail lizards and we would see Mm. them everywhere and them little suckers are fast which is why that song (laughs) has such an up tempo if you ever try to catch one it's damn near impossible and so that everything on the album is influenced just by us not being able to do anything but get out and enjoy nature so it was really a blessing in disguise for us because we chose re- to not let it keep us down that's a recurring theme we're hearing from a lot of the artists we're talking to in the last few months uh, the fact that the pandemic shut down the live performing so they were really becoming more introspective and exploring their creativity and it's worked for just about everybody we've talked to in one way or another. They've found new avenues, new directions, new music. And, uh, you know, I'm the type of person that tries to find the good in everything. And in the pandemic, this I think is one of the good things that came out of it. The fact that people have discovered new music within their solitude, if you will. Now you've got your band, your group has a uh, unique identification as a two-person trio. What on earth does that mean? So that's, a, that's that new common core math, right? 
Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> basically, what it came down to was uh, my piano player is just such a gifted individual that on his digital keyboard, we were able to split half the piano to be the lead and the other half to be bass. And he does both lines. He does the bass line and he does the lead at the same time. And I put the drums behind it. So unless you're actually looking at us, you can't tell that there's only two of us playing. For the album, we actually did use a bass player, a really good bass player. That's a good friend of mine who is also our recording engineer. And just to free up the piano player to be even more creative, that's how we got it set up. I thought you were going to, for a moment there, give us a Spike Jones and tell us that you actually cut the piano in half or something, but I'm, I'm glad you didn't do that. I'm also glad that you're the one here today because I would have really hesitated at introducing Christian and trying to pronounce his last name, so we're really glad you're here with us, and the, my apologies to Christian. I'm not putting you down at all. I'm putting down my ability to pronounce these names, and uh Fortunately, my co-host has a name that I can pronounce. So, John Bon Jovial, you've got something you'd like to say. Well, yeah, sure. I you know I, I've been known to speak from time to time. Hey, Sean, <laughs> welcome. Uh, it Thank really you. is pretty cool I, I, to have you here. And I, I thoroughly enjoyed Whiptail, and I'm glad that you mentioned the piano player. Now that. That piano, is that an electric piano, or is it a, a grand or stand-up piano, or upright? In the studio, we did it on a, a baby grand, but when we perform live, we use an elect, electronic piano because that allows us to get bass sounds as well as the piano sounds. The thing that really stuck out to me is in listening to the piano solo, and you mentioned the piano player's uh, creativity, is that at times it sounded like a vibraphone. And, I'm, and I, I know it's a piano, but I'm thinking, how is he getting that sound out of that? Because it, it, it's very cool and very innovative. You know, I honestly couldn't tell you how he's getting the sound of it on the album, because we did, like I say, use an acoustic piano. But Christian's touch and his musicality is just superb. And when he starts playing on the piano, it's hard for me to pay attention to what I'm supposed to be doing, because he's that good. I find myself just enjoying his playing and i think that's why it works so well with what we do is because we both love to hear each other play and respect each other's abilities so much um but he's got to tell you the play. dude knows how to tickle the ivories that's for sure he, <laughs> you know very smooth very smooth that's indeed that, very polished that's that german efficiency for you he's straight from germany so <laughs> i'll tell you it, it reminds me uh, I'm going to incorporate some country music here, but it reminds me of the stories that used to go around about Johnny Cash when he was in the Air Force. He was for a while a telegrapher, and the story was that he mastered uh, the telegraphy to the point where he could send or receive a different message with each hand virtually simultaneously. And uh, your guy does a great job on the keyboards, I agree with John, really masterful. Pretty impressive to watch. First time he pulled it out on me, I was like, we don't even need a bass player. This is great. We get more money per person, and we take up less space in a venue. So it's awesome. <laughs> right. And you don't need movers to move your electric piano. No, it's pretty simple. <laughs> exactly. <Those are> bad. <laughs> How long has this two-piece trio been together now? <laughs> so we've been together in this configuration for just over a year. Prior to that, uh, we were both members of a, of a larger group, and we still play with a larger group from time to time where we'll incorporate saxophone and trumpet 
and sometimes even vibraphone. It's a great vibraphone player I love to play with in town. And so it just kind of depends on what the client needs from us. If we get hired for a wedding or for a corporate event, we found that the being the two-person trio thing just opens it up for us to do a lot more coffee shops and I play a lot of art galleries and just really small venues mm-hmm. because we can get a big sound in a small place. It just seems to work out really well. And you guys have developed in such a short time, I'm really impressed. You guys have developed a feel that belies the time that you've been together. You sound like you've really been together a while and gotten a feel for each other. And, you know, you're on the same page. And that's instantly obvious listening to your music. Thank you. Now, I wanted to ask you also, you're from southern Utah, an area that a lot of us don't get to go to very often. Do you get out of the area and uh, tour outside of southern Utah at all, especially now that we can start touring again? Well, you know, that's something we're looking at doing, and that's why we've um, started really trying to promote is we would love to do that. We, We are setting our sights on maybe next year as the world starts to open up again to at least get into a regional thing. I mean, Salt Lake City, three hours from us, and they have a, they used to have a decent jazz scene. Hopefully, hopefully COVID did not kill the scene like it has in a lot of places. Sure. Yeah. But I'm also an hour and a half from Las Vegas. And That's not a bad place like, to play. No, no, and I've got some contacts <laughs> there now, and so I've got some friends in California. California, LA is like five to six hours, depending on traffic. Right. Well, the traffic is probably 12 hours, but you know, it, it'll, it'll take me as long to get from the five to LA as it does to get from Utah to the five. But uh. I lived in Southern California back in the eighties. So I was familiar with what it is there then. And I'm sure it's no better now, if not a lot worse. So uh, I know exactly what you're saying there. Just not that I would ever subtly try to plant something in someone's mind, but just so that you know, John is in uh, southwestern Florida in the Naples-Fort Myers area. I'm in the Phoenix-Tempe, Arizona area. So if you happen to have that down on your on your notepad and you're doing some booking and you get a chance to play one of those areas, give us a yell because we'd sure as heck love to come out and meet you in person and hear you play in person. Oh, that would be amazing. Yeah, Phoenix is not that far. I had some in-laws yeah. there, and I love Naples. I was there about three years ago, man. Those beaches are awesome on that side of Florida. They are. Yes, they are indeed. They're beautiful here. Before we run out of time, I want to give you, as we do everyone that comes on the show, the chance to do your own commercial and sell your own self, your music, your group, and tell everyone how they can find you, how they can follow you, keep in touch with you, and as I always say, most important, buy your music. Yes, yeah, so... You can uh, you can find the Sean Owens Project on all the usual suspects such as Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music. We, we're on there. We have the Sean Owens Project dot com, and that is uh, Sean is S H A W N Owens is O W E N S. So the Sean Owens Project dot com. Also on Facebook, we have a Facebook page again called the Sean Owens Project. And I'm on Instagram as Sean Owens Drummer. Anybody's welcome to send me a message or a DM. I try really hard to respond to everybody and because I just love sharing the music and meeting new people that are interested in, in music. It's always and a good time. We, we encourage our listeners to contact, to follow, keep in touch with the artists that they hear on the show that they like because I know most artists like to know what their listeners and followers feel about their music. And uh, 
that's a very important thing to us. So we thank you for mentioning that. We've got about 30 seconds left. If you would, tell us quickly about this next track we're going to play called Indigo. Ah, yes. The tune Indigo is a beautiful ballad, and we're very fortunate here in southern Utah where we don't have a lot of cloud cover, and we have absolutely beautiful sky. So as the sun starts to go down, the stars start to pop out, uh, the sky takes on kind of an indigo color, which is how the song got its name. And as you listen to it, just keep in mind that some of the arpeggio runs on the piano, they may or may not be reflective of shooting stars that we get to see quite often. And it's just a uh, nice relaxing piece that was brought on by just hanging out one night, drinking a good scotch, and just enjoying the nice warm air because we couldn't go anywhere else. COVID had to shut down. So. I understand that. We have the clear blue skies here in the daytime, but far too many lights to get a lot of nighttime stars. So I envy you that because I've spent time in the dark areas where you can watch the unusual and spectacular stars. Thank you again, Sean Owens, the Sean Owens Jazz Product, for being here with us on the David Bowers Awards today. And ladies and gentlemen, here he is with a tune called Indigo, the Sean Owens Project.
Indigo. Thank you so much, Sean. Thank you also, Fred Hostetler. We want to thank both of our guests, as usual, of course, and we want to thank you for joining us for another hour of new music, new artists, and hearing from the artists who make the music. That's what it's all about, that and you, because without you, there would be no us, and we thank you for that. John Bon Jovial, take us home. Okay. Well, you know that last piece of music that we heard from Sean Owens, uh, the, the thoughts going through my mind are uh, a back alley in Boston. It's a nightclub. It's about 2.30, quarter to 3 in the morning. You're just wrapping things up, and you're with your very special lady. You're having that last drink of the night, and uh, it sets the mood. Nice yeah, job. Very absolutely. Nice job yes, indeed. it does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it could be Boston. It could be New York City. It could be, you know, Des Moines, Iowa. <laughs> Or Southern Utah, that's right. Well, folks, you have done it again, and we are so grateful that you have spent another perfectly good hour of your life with us here at the David Bowers Awards, and we hope to obviously see you again next week. We are broadcast around the world from the studios of Computer Help USA in Naples, Florida, and, of course, from the Valley of the Sun in Tempe, Arizona, and we are available for free on most of the streaming services, including PodPage. That's podpage.com forward slash the David Bowers Awards. And you can help the David Bowers Awards support indie artists wherever they may be and uh, the music that they play by clicking the link at the end of this episode on Anchor FM and making a donation. We'd really appreciate it if you do that. Click the follow link on the David Bowers Awards on Blog Talk Radio, Anchor FM, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and, of course, Facebook. And be sure to join us next week for the David Bowers Awards, Saturday on WRFC FM 106.3 on your FM radio dial. That's Rochester Free Radio in Rochester, New York. And you can hear us every Saturday at noon, Eastern, right here on WRFZ-FM, in addition to Rochester Free Radio. You can hear us on Blog Talk Radio, Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and 7 p.m. UTC. So until next week, for the David Bowers and all of the crew of uh, uh, Marble Mouth Moorons, including myself, uh, this is John Bon Jovial, the legendary one saying, uh, be good to yourself, get the booster if it's available for you, and we'll see you next week right here on the David Bowers Awards.